Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Life host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. And we are grateful to our worldwide listeners who tune in live and on demand. We have a fantastic show today. There is no greater joy in your life than this with our honorable guest, Guy Finley. Guy states, nothing glows brighter than the heart awakened to the unseen light of love that lives within. And that inner joy can't be separated from a deep sense of gratitude and a mind at peace. So, How do we get there? Guy says joy is setting out on the path to discover the truth that sets us free. Free from limitations, self-judgment, fear of the future to live a fulfilling life. Showing us how to live an awakened life and guiding us to the deepest wisdom of consciousness, revealing everything we need is being given to us. So true. And God will show us the way to joy, peace, and living a fulfilling life. Joining us today from beautiful Maryland, Oregon, Guy is the founding director of the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery, a modern-day master, practical philosopher, best-selling self-help writer, and internationally renowned spiritual teacher. For over four decades, Guy has helped individuals around the world find inner freedom and deeper, more satisfying life. His in-depth and down-to-earth teachings cut straight to the heart of today's most important personal and social issues, anxiety, self-discovery, relationships, addiction, stress, compassion, and peace. Featured guests on over 700 television and radio shows, including national appearances on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and NPR. He's the author of over 45 books and audio video programs, including his acclaimed seminal books, The Secret of Letting Go and Relationship Magic, Waking Up Together. Guy's also the author of The Secret of Your Immortal Self. Key Lessons for Realizing the Divinity Within and the Essential Laws of Fearless Living. Find the power to never feel powerless again. Guy offers free discovery meetings and online wisdom school through the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery, a welcome harbor for anyone wishing to let go of harmful negative states such as stress, fear, resentment, favor of a life filled with more love, compassion, and excellence, giving substance to our soul. And his sole purpose is to help change the world one life at a time 
by spreading truthful healing ideas. And that he does wholeheartedly with the wealth of spiritual wisdom that flows naturally. Guys, previous shows on Love Light include Relationship Magic, Waking Up Together, The Secret, The Search, The Sacred, The Hero's Journey, and the beautiful purpose of all relationships and how to fulfill it. And we're honored today for guests to, for Guy to return on this self-empowering episode. There is no greater joy in life than this. So now I am pleased to welcome Guy Finley on our show today. There's no greater joy in your life than this. Welcome, Guy, to Love Light. <laughs> Good morning, Jean Marie. Okay. <clears throat> I heard so much about myself, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> Well, Guy, I must just share with our listeners that I really love tuning in to your discovery meetings, your online wisdom school, your empowering videos that's really given me the courage to go within and face myself to be present in my life and learn more about myself. And I must say to you, it's not easy. It takes practice, but it helps me return to that natural state of being and really helps me become more free. And I really love that. And I say thank you for that. Well, I'm, I'm delighted, uh, Jean Marie, that uh, you were able to uh, get out the pick and shovel and, uh, <laughs> and, and do the, the, the kind of interior discovery that's required uh, if we are going to know anything at all in this lifetime of ours about uh, another kind of peace, uh, another kind of contentment and security that really has nothing to do with anything the world offers, but rather awaits us within ourselves in another kingdom. If we're, if we're willing to, as I said, get out the pick and the shovel uh, and sort the wheat from the chaff, we can, we can certainly have a completely different kind of life. No question about it. So true. And Guy yeah, and Aaron in an awakened life is this true joy and freedom. And I'd like for you to really uh, tell us a little bit more about waking up, uh, waking up to this higher consciousness with this higher sense of awareness, because, you know, it, to me, it's very refreshing, but we have to do that interior work. And you say that awakening is this inner force, interior force. In, excuse me, internal force urging us to explore the deeper part of ourselves. Please share. Mm. Indeed, uh, Jean Marie, and as if we have discussed in past conversations, there needs to be a proper context for this uh, discussion we're going to have. And any time that two or three men and women sit down to uh, look at the possibility of a of a different kind of riches uh, that we we find only within. So I think that I would just say right at the start that uh, the joy that we're talking about here is only found when we at last begin to suspect that whatever the joys we find in this world, and there are many that they are as conditional as the moment in which we enter into them or that they come to us. And because all of these things in our lives, our children, our grandchildren, our wealth, our possessions, our health, all of these things are subject to the passage of time. 
and not just to the passage of time, but the vagaries of it, because everyone knows that one minute someone can be looking at you with loving eyes, and the next minute been throwing daggers at you because they're they're as subject to these uh, conditions passing as we are. So I think that this journey to find this great joy begins with us starting to realize that there are many, many uh, wonders that we can have, enjoyments, but there is within each and all of us, if it is there, a longing for something that isn't conditional, a longing for something that doesn't come and go, that doesn't rise and fall, that doesn't turn dark after it's been light, but that is consistent and is a force of consolation regardless the condition that we find ourselves in. So that's the distinction. Is, it, is there a way we, where we can live with our friends, family, loved ones, with the people we work with, where every single condition that we meet serves to add to our understanding, our confidence that there is a prevailing goodness. And if we're that far along where we hunger or thirst, long for another kind of life right in the middle of the one that we have, then we can discuss these things. So I want to set the stage for that because otherwise most of the listeners won't know where we're about to go, you and I together. Yes. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. True joy beyond those fleeting moments of pleasure to look for something that's more self-sustaining, the joy within. Yeah, it, I, call, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I look at it. Mm-hmm. I look at it like this, Jean. Mm-hmm. We are as we are now. Uh, we are uh, extraordinary creatures made in the image of God, as it is written. But we don't most of us don't know much about what that means to be made in the image of God. And we have literally as a race of beings fallen into this place where we believe that it is the experiences we create for ourselves that determine the quality of our life so that we're always working, struggling, stressed, trying to create the next experience we're going to have. And the way we create these experiences is through the desires we have, the the idea of the secret of manifesting abundance and all the rest of that, what I call nonsense, because look, you can create experiences for yourself, but when we create experience for ourselves, every experience that we create is based in a certain set of conditions that under law are going to change. We see it all the time. We are, if we're all on the same page here, not talking about creating our own experiences anymore because we see how uh, fragile that is, but rather, can we, while we're able to do that, can we experience creation? Mm. Not create experience, but experience our role, our place in this much broader life that we're invited, we're compelled, some of us, to seek out because those consolations that life brings, again, they're great, but they fade like yesterday's news and we want something that's everlasting. And that's all I ever talk about is where do I find this 
actual experience of creation where I am a part of every moment that I am being given. I understand there is a will that is greater than myself. It doesn't deny my own will, but it creates a, necess a necessary alignment. How do I enter into that alignment? And how do I find the joy that is inherent in being an instrument of what is timeless and divine? Because that's the greatest joy there is. Mm, that's so important to set that tone uh, because you're helping us see, experience creation on a broader scale, broader yeah. context. Because what happens, guys, I think we look at our individual tick list, <laughs> you know, and I know I was there you know, many years ago, okay, uh, meeting those personal milestones. But at the end, it's like, wait a minute, something, something's missing here. Yes, and I'm sure that right. listeners out there are saying, wait a minute, I feel the obligations here. I've done this. I've done that. But I'm still feeling empty. What is it? And uh, thank you for setting that tone. Guy, uh, uh, why do you think that when we talk about being aware, awake, uh, being a part of creation, experiencing creation, why do you think that people really resist or block waking up or being living an awakened life it's not by a choice of our own this is the the great uh, uh, like christ said i don't I, I don't come to bring peace i come with a sword there is a there is a a very broad and deep misunderstanding jean marie about who and what we actually are you know the story of the ugly duckling you know here's this baby swan falls in with a, a bunch of ducks and uh, spends the whatever amount of time it does doing what ducks do, quack, 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 you know, and yes. doing, uh, doing all of that. And then one day <clears throat> happens to catch a, a glimpse of itself in the, in the waters that were still enough to reflect it back to itself. And it looks like, wait, I, wait a minute, I'm not a duck. I'm not a duck. And then it looks over and it sees a family of swan and, and then it realizes it's a completely different creature. We, we are, we are a, a, a being that is of two natures. And every scripture, East and West, uh, confirms that. There is this firstborn, there is this nefesh, as Christ would have called it, this, this animal soul. And we all have that. It's part of the gift of being a human being. But on the other hand, within that, unconscious nature in that darkness because it cannot know itself it just answers to nature in that in that darkness there is a light that dwells that understands that nature and that is intended to be awakened within it and until we actually realize and i don't know if i should be quoting so much scripture but like sure. saint paul said i why do i do the evil i wouldn't when i would like to do the good that i should why, why do i do these things Everybody said, asked that question, and then we've got the old standby, well, the devil made me do it, as if somehow or other I'm not responsible for my impatience or cruelty or, or uh, exacting a pound of flesh from someone who's disappointed me. We, we, we have to recognize and stop justifying what in our heart of hearts we know we ought not do and be in those moments, and then live with understanding that anything in us that justifies anger, hatred, cruelty, conflict 
anything in us that justifies that belongs to a nature that actually believes that that's the solution to its pain. And how can pain be the solution to pain? How can hurting someone be the solution to having been hurt? It doesn't. It doesn't add up. So when we speak of these things, and I know we're coming to a break in two minutes here, when we speak of these things, we have to realize that we are we are a, a, a being within, how shall I say, in my Father's kingdom there are many mansions, and there are levels of consciousness, Jean Marie, and we're talking about a possibility of becoming aware of a level of consciousness that does not have awareness of itself. And it is within that awareness of that lower consciousness that brings the joy of not only transcending who and what we've been, but exiting that consciousness with a completely different set of values and a new look on life that never leaves us in fear, anger, or worry. That is beautiful. And Guy, you talk a lot about to die to the old, that level of consciousness that doesn't serve us, and to begin anew. And I know that the masters, Buddha, the, the, the teachers, uh, Einstein talked about how we're, we need to unlearn and, uh, you know, how we cannot solve problems at the level in which uh, they were uh, uh, created. So yes, uh, yes. we're going to talk more. I, I want to dive in deeper with how does an awakened life relate to revisiting our values? Because, you know, sometimes those old values really don't uh, serve us. And you uh, talk about learning is a correction process. So hold your thought, guys. Slow your roll. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're ready for a brief commercial break. So stay tuned. Don't go away. We will be right back with more on there's no greater joy in your life than this. With our honorable guest, Guy Finley, joining us today from Maryland, Oregon, a modern-day master, practical philosopher, renowned international spiritual teacher, best-selling self-help writer, and founding director of the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. Stay tuned. We'll return shortly. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21 day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21 day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best selling authors international news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to publishedmagazine.com. 
Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices, deepen your feelings and expressions of love, tune in love, and sustain the change, and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our honorable guest, Guy Finley, on our show today. There is no greater joy in your life than this. And Guy is a modern-day master, philosopher, internationally renowned spiritual teacher, and uh, international best-selling author. Uh, he's the founding director of the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. And Guy, uh, when we left from break, uh, I'd love for you to highlight more about 
values. You know, we all operate from beliefs and values that really invoke a mindset of fear and materialism. But when we talk about, uh, you know, awakening, it's really a spiritual journey. So you say that uh, we adopt values based on beliefs and what we have learned. You said learning is a correction process. Uh, So uh, what do we need to do to really sort ourselves out and really look at these beliefs and values that really don't serve us? You say new life starts with new values. It's a a difficult uh, road to hoe when you start talking about values because we are, without being aware of it for the most part, so attached to and identified with what we call our values. And there isn't one of us that doesn't recognize the, not just the value, but the beauty of being honest, the value and the uh, the strength of uh, being willing to uh, look honestly and act in a straightforward manner, tell no lies. We, we, we understand those values. We understand that at least we should, and I'm afraid it's all being eradicated. There's no free ride. You, 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 you must earn what you are given, not be given what you believe you're owed. Yes. And we are in a world that is slowly being turned upside down and not without reason, but we as reasoning human beings, God help us, can realize or at least start to recognize how can how can this thing that I value, just as an example, all of us without knowing it, deeply value the approval of other human beings. We, uh, we work to appear a certain way, we carry ourselves, we try to uh, uh, adorn ourselves with the possessions and the powers that are socially recognized as being <clears throat> superior to others, and never stop to ask ourselves, you know, I'm, I'm so upset with my girlfriend or my brother or my mother, because they said that thing that was so disrespectful. And in a, in a heartbeat, I cannot see that while I'm blaming my partner, my friend, my family member for my pain, I wouldn't be in that pain if I didn't so strongly value the idea that who I am doesn't amount to anything unless they agree with it. Hmm. So I become a victim of a value. And I would argue strenuously that any value that I have that causes me to be angry, afraid, worried, negative, that whatever that value is, I have failed to understand it and my relationship to it, and my values have become my master instead of me, the master of my values. Mm-hmm. That's quite, that's quite a, a, a turning around that has to take place, but a person has to go through it. Yeah. You know, I value a living in a house that people, they drive by and go, oh, look at where Jean Marie lives. Look, where, look what guys got. We, 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 we select our cars. We always try to live at the top of whatever it is that we are and have. And then we fail to see that we don't sleep at night worrying about how we're going to cover that bill or pay for this or how, what we have to do to make sure that the illusion goes on. 
And that's a, that's a nightmare. There's no joy in trying to protect an illusion. Mm-hmm. And all of these identities that are part of this value system, our culture values identity instead of spirituality. And they are not, uh, they, they are not related the way that we think they are. So it's a it's a big it's a big pile of fish, Gene. Yes, <laughs> yes. To get into, but that there's some thoughts on it for you. Well, actually, it helps our listeners really, you know, start really looking at their beliefs and examining their values. You say what we do, what what we value first and foremost. Uh, uh, we excuse me. You say we do what we value first and foremost. Exactly. Every moment of our lives and what we desire is an extension of our values and. We can be a victim of our own values and, I love this, become slaves to them with no freedom. So our values and beliefs kind of guide our lives and, some, and, and probably oftentimes unconsciously. Very much so. I mean, think about it, listeners. You write it down if you need to. How can, is there such thing as, as a compulsive pleasure? Hmm. Or is by the fact that it's compulsive, painful. And yet we pursue the compulsive pleasure of being seen as people who are this, that, or the other. We pursue the compulsive pleasure of food. We pursue the pleasure of foods compulsively. What's an addict? An addict is someone who found a pleasure that became a compulsion. So we are, without recognizing it, in, in a double bind almost constantly, the pain of which is hidden from us because the next thing we do when we find ourselves suffering is tell ourselves how to resolve the suffering, listening to the same level of consciousness that dragged us into that captivity to begin with. Guy, mm. I love that you brought up about, uh, you know, this compulsive, uh, uh, the painful situations that we get uh, involved in. And of course we all experience pain and, uh, uh, I was listening to one of your uh, classes where you were talking about being perfectly guided through any painful moment. And you talked about uh, healing the pain and compulsive pleasure, the use of alcohol, food uh, distractions at any cost, rushing, rushing to bring something to an end that is never reached. And of course, pain and anxiety, escape, excessive pleasure. And you talk about this consciously dying to the what what is it the pain of I I really love that you know uh, to help us really slow down and really look at you know this this pain of I can you really talk a little bit more about that because we all deal with painful moments and we can you know get caught up in these compulsive uh, uh, modes of pleasure what is any moment of pain in our life and, and when I say our pain, I mean literally our pain. We, we, as human beings, God help us, somehow or other feel special because of the kind of suffering that we undergo. But every human being in every corner of this planet lives in some form of painful conflict with life. Yeah. What is the source of my pain in any given moment other than in that moment, you, they, this, or them is not doing what I want and need you to do in order to, for me to feel real uh, as a real human being. So 
you cannot have this pain that all of us experience without there being something in our consciousness that resists any moment that doesn't match the expectation of it before we went into it. So that we literally walk into every moment with a set of unseen demands that we don't even know we carry with us until someone, God help them, doesn't do what they're supposed to do, until the news doesn't report what we want to hear, till the supermarket doesn't uh, sells what we want sold at that price. And, and then the minute that we don't get what we want, believing, by the way, that who we are depends upon what we want, then we turn into this human being who is a victim of these values that we have actually cultivated without knowing it. Mm, that's beautifully said. And Guy, you know, painful situations in the moment, we can look at encounters, a circle of conflict with family, friends, encounters, co-workers, people who are difficult. Uh, how, how do we stop the same response? <laughs> you know, how do we stop going along with the painful reaction? Because we have to set some new intentions and look at what is it that I need to liberate myself from reacting and responding negatively? How do I get freedom from this conflict? Again, we have to, we have to understand. We have to understand. We can't just walk around blindly reacting and hoping that whatever the nature of that reaction is, is going to release us from the condition that we're reacting to. The condition is not responsible for the pain. The pain in the condition doesn't exist without something in us demanding that that moment be other than it is. Hmm. I can't be negative about Jean Marie unless I expect and demand Jean Marie speaks and treats me in a certain way. Hmm. So that you and I are more than half of every unwanted moment. And that unwanted ha half is a consciousness that instead of going before us to make the crooked places straight, goes before us to make a mess of every moment it enters into, because it goes into those moments believing it's owed what it's imagined awaits it there. And that's all nonsense, but we have to see the truth of it. Yes. And one thing that sticks with me through all of your teachings, <laughs> and I, you know, it's like kind of part of my little mantra, what do I see about myself in this moment? You know? What do I need to look at about me in the context of my interaction or relationship in this moment? You know, that takes some doing. It does. There's no question about it. <clears throat> but when you consider how our life is now, always trying to get through it. Mm -hmm. Can I get through this moment? Mm -hmm. Can I get to the tomorrow? Can I get to that time that I dream is going to finally deliver me from all of this pain. And so we live in a world where the joy that we in our heart of hearts know we are intended to have as a, as a, uh, as a child of God, the joy that we're in, we know we're missing is always somewhere in time. And if anyone understands what we're talking about, the joy that we are looking for is not in a moment to come. It is either in the moment we are in, or it's not there at all. 
You cannot have a joy in a time to come that isn't based in an image of that time to come. The image of a time to come already holds within it the fear that that image won't come as imagined. So the minute that we have that desire, the split second we're identified with it, we have opened the door to fear and dread and anger that what we have imagined will make us whole will not come, and therefore we will be incomplete again and have to start that process all over. This is why, by the way, Christ said you can't serve two masters. You'll love, you'll love one and despise the other. He was talking about desire. Whatever you imagine you must have in the moment you imagine you must have it, you have also imagined the fear that comes when you see you're not going to get it or the stress that comes when now you have to try to protect it. So that that world is not our world. We're in it and we can use it. But if we're looking for a joy that passes understanding, a peace that passes understanding, we're going to have to, each and all of us, start recognizing what is it in this moment? What's happening right now that I can be present to, hmm. that I can prosper from, and that I can be transformed by going into with new understanding? That's what we're talking about. Can I leave every moment that I enter into a different order of the human being that went into it. Because when I find that secret, then I have found a source of joy that is with me wherever I go, no matter the conditions wanted or not. Mm, now that's powerful. But I have to ask you this question. Mm. <laughs> Upsetting the apple cart, you know, perhaps in our family and our network, we all have these same beliefs and these same values and if I really become more consciously aware and awake to really look at myself and look at my values and things that I have to change, I won't be accepted. I won't fit in anymore. And I don't want to risk that. I'd rather just stay comfortable where I am. And, and you get what you, you get what you deserve. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look, what, come out from amongst them. Mm. What do you think Christ was talking about? Yes. Come out from amongst them. We are, all of us, a family of human beings. Yes. This family of human beings is, by very obvious uh, observation, uh, all divided up into different kinds of beings. You, 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 can't, even, you can't call uh, someone who hates and wants to punish others. You can't call that a human being. Human beings don't hurt each other. Yes. Real human beings don't hurt each other. And if they do, they never leave a moment like that without having seen that they were handed over to a nature that only cares about itself and that cares nothing but for itself. And when you see that and you realize, my God, I was just used. I became something I know I shouldn't be. I did the evil I would not. In that moment, you give up something of yourself because you can no longer remain that same man, that same woman, when you see that and use that moment, as I've just described. Mm, brilliant. The litmus test, how does this make me feel? And I kind of tune in when I get that gut feeling or yes. don't feel so good about something. It's like, hey, I don't like this. And, you know, some of us just kind of continue on, <laughs> you know, that same old shutdown when you think that, 
uh, this is why people shut down and don't want to wake up or go any further. And when yes. we come back from break, gosh, we're on a roll now. <laughs> when we come back from break, Guy is going to talk a little bit more about fearless living because, as the masters say, we're either in love or fear. And uh, Guy will talk about fearless living as part of joy. So listeners, stay tuned for more. It's time for another commercial break. We'll be right back with more on There Is No Greater Joy In Your Life Than This with our honorable guest, Guy Finley, modern day master, philosopher, internationally renowned spiritual teacher, founding director of the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, 
You can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascent Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And again, if you're just joining us, we are with our honorable guest today, Guy Finley, joining us today from beautiful Maryland, Oregon. On our show today, there is no greater joy in your life than this. Guy's a modern day master, philosopher, internationally renowned spiritual teacher, international best-selling author, founding director of the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. And Guy, we're going to dive right into this fearless living. Uh, we know the masters say we're either in love or fear. And you say fear is not a power but a dark pretender that's dethroned the moment we decide to no longer permit what's ruining our life to rule over it. Wow. Profound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gene, again, and I know it's kind of challenging, but it, it has to be that way. <clears throat> Most of us, I assume, especially your listeners, would in one way or another uh, voice and have the feeling of this idea that God is good, that God is good. What is divine is true. What is loving never stops loving. However, one wants to phrase the idea concerning what is divine in nature. If in truth, God is good, that doesn't mean that every once in a while, God makes a mistake. It means that every moment of my life, if I'm willing to even test the truth, I can find a truth that does indeed set me free. And the truth is, simply put, that every human being, every one of us, every moment of our life is being given the experience that we need in order to transcend the consciousness that came into that moment, the moment before. So that 
I start to recognize that the lessons that are going to bring about my liberation, the revelations that are required in order for me to be a more fully realized, loving human being, are all the time taking place within me as a result of the world that I am in outside of me. So that this means, simply put, a fearless life is a life that understands every moment brings a lesson. And if I'm present to the lesson, I will learn the lesson, which is the integration of a new understanding. And in the integration of that new understanding, I exit that moment a man, a woman who has new understanding that I didn't have before. And that is an unending process. The problem is this. What do you think that moment on Golgotha when Christ was saying, boy, this is not a pretty bitter cup. I really yes. don't want to go through this moment. Yes. And yet, this is the lesson, hmm. a big lesson. Not my will, but thy will be done. What will happen to me if instead of trying to save myself, I surrender to the revelation of that moment, what I'm seeing in myself, I don't want to go through this, I don't want to have this, I, don't, I want nothing to do with it. And if instead of running, which is what it means whenever I act upon what I believe is going to release me from that pain, instead I enter into that moment, asking to see what is it that I don't know about myself? What is it that this moment is bringing to me? How can I be in this much pain simply because the waiter said something that was unkind? What, what is all this about? Yes. And if I stay there, not running, not lying, not letting fear tell me how to save myself, that moment has in it a light. And the light is this new awareness of a consciousness that is unaware of itself. Hmm. When that light, that awareness acts on that consciousness, on who and what I have been, I am no longer who and what I have been. I am literally reborn in that moment because a part of me dies to who and what I've been coming into that moment. This is the greatest joy in the world to realize no one need ever live in fear who understands that every lesson that comes to us is for our liberation and provided for us by a new order of consciousness that cannot wait for us to enter into the new kingdom that it offers every time these lessons come along. So, Guy, it's really about giving the, the power to that moment. Uh, to really look at it, examine it, don't run away from it, face it. It's hard for people to do that because we're so busy, what, blaming others or not taking responsibility, but to face it, face the fear. If we yeah. run away, it's going to resurface, right? It's going to show up somewhere else, right? What we go around comes back around. Look, again, it's challenging. Here I am. I say I love God. I love Jesus. I love Mother Mary. I love Buddha, whatever it may be that a person mm -hmm. possesses love for. Well, listeners, I'm asking you, I'm not, how do I say this to you? Can we see when I'm afraid, who is my God? Mm. Yes. Because my fear tells me who I am. Oh. 
Wow. My, my fear tells wow. me what, what fear says, go here, do this, attack, run. Yes. Who, who, who's my God when I'm anxious because I, I meet a limitation in myself? If the anxiety tells me you've got to go figure out how to really put your foot down and draw that line and blah, blah, blah. Who's my God? And if we, for the even a tiny bit honest, we can see that when we're negative, we have a dark God. And God is not dark. Real God reveals the false God. Real God walks us through the valley of the shadow of that death in that moment. But only if we allow ourselves to let that light first prove to us that my, my whole life I've been in the hands of something that I, I thought was protecting me, and it's a prison that I'm in. Mm. We make these things clear, Gene, yes. and, the, and the light that brings us that awareness will see to it that that awareness grows, and we will outgrow all that we have been if we're willing to go through that process. Well, Guy, I think the enlightening point for me, or as you say, the transcending point for me is, okay, let me face this because I don't want to repeat this again. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be done with it, right? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Huh? Enough, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Let's let's let me learn whatever I need to learn and face it. But you know, it's kind of hard to do to be there uh, asking yourself these questions, you know, looking at a different way of seeing yourself, responding, you know, so here's, not repeat so here, the same pattern. Go ahead. So, so here so here's because we're nowhere coming to a close. Okay. Everybody, how do I do this? Okay. First, just like Gene said, here I am. I just got I just blew up. I threw something. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I've been doing this for eighty thousand years. <laughs> When will it stop? Here's when it stops. You and I've talked about this before, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Write down this word, listeners. In your patience, possess you your soul. That's mm -hmm. St. Paul, by the way. Yeah. In your patience, possess ye your soul. What does that mean? Ah, the original meaning of the word patience is to suffer yourself. Hmm. Not to suffer that idiot not to suffer the traffic, not to suffer the badly served food, not to suffer what somebody did to you 30 years ago, but to suffer yourself in the moment of that relationship. And to suffer myself means I am not going to find blame. I'm not going to condemn myself. There'll be no judgment here. Instead, I'm going to be aware of the consciousness that only knows how to act out of impatience, that only believes the solution to the suffering is to find some way out of it by hook or crook. And I will remain there aware of my impatience, aware of this pain, and then in that awareness allow the one thing that can relieve me and release me from it, which is the light that proves to me at last, ah, that is no longer I. Mm. That is not who I am, yeah. and I will never again agree to be that person. Although we will be caught again, we knew, have new understanding and new understanding means new values. New values means new actions, and new actions means discovering a joy where God, the divine, acts for us in these moments to deliver us from what we have yet to understand about ourselves. And that is 
the moment of transcending and being in joy, but we have to face it. Can you tell us about the Life of Lear- Learning uh, Center for Spiritual Discovery, how listeners can connect with you, and a little bit about the resources? It's a plethora of resources. Uh, first, uh, thanks for that, Jean Marie. Look, everybody, we've just acknowledged a lot of truths, but like I like to say, now we have to act on the knowledge. Yes. My foundation, a nonprofit organization, Southern Oregon, uh, you, you go to guyfinley.org forward slash let go, or just go to guyfinley.org. And you can, you can visit and study on my website for 20 years and never expire the free material. Mm. If, if you want to join me, I speak for free three times a week. Go to guyfinley forward slash uh, classes or forward slash let go, and you can find out about that. And every, uh, Four times a year, I hold special events. Men and women from all over the world come in. Go to guyfinley.org forward slash events, and you can find out about these events. They cost virtually nothing to attend. And all of the classes you can attend are free online every week, three times. All you have to do is show up and share in the event. That's it. it. It's fantastic. And thank you guys so much for being here today. I invite listeners to listen back on demand and connect with Guy for all of these free services. You know, uh, I, sometimes I can't tear myself away. I have to I look up and, hey, it's a half day has gone by just tuning into the classes and online resources. So I invite you to, you know, really tune back in on demand and, you know, Tap into Guy's resources at the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. Well, we're getting ready to close. I'd just like to say thank you, Guy, for being here today and uh, much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. I'm going to close out with a statement by Guy in the minute that we have left. The greatest power you possess in life is your understanding that life gives you a fresh start any moment you choose. So live life and be present. Live life as it's for the first time. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.